If you had to come up with a plan B to retool as a leader in today's economy, these are the exact steps you can take to thrive. Welcome to the Visionary Leaders Circle podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeannie Barrow. Hello, my friends. This is Dr. Jeannie Barrow, and welcome to Start the Day with Ginny. How is your self-care going? Let me ask you this, too. How are you feeling these days? Are you feeling depleted? Are you perhaps feeling stuck doing work that you are working so hard to move forward and things just don't seem to move fast enough? Are people dragging their feet and you feel like you're alone in this battle to continue to move projects ahead? What is the overall feeling that you're getting about the communication that is happening around you, how people are collaborating? How are you feeling in terms of isolated versus you feel valued and you feel that you're surrounded by people who are supporting you in your efforts? A lot of this has to do not so much with what is happening around you, but how you're feeling and how we feel and how we are projecting how we feel is going to create a very different reality for you than for another person who may be feeling better, who's feeling more fulfilled, who feels more energized. And so here's what I mean by that. If you are in a situation where right now you feel the world is against you and everyone is coming up with objections, no one is really helping you, valuing you, recognizing you, your work seems to go nowhere. If that's a feeling you currently have, I want to give you one recommendation. And that recommendation is to ask yourself, how is my self-care? And I know this may sound like I'm blaming you. Trust me, I am not blaming you for anything. Instead, what I want to do is help you raise your self-awareness about how you are being proactive to take care of your mental health, of your physical, emotional, spiritual mental health. And so that once you are aware of how you're taking care of your mental health and your self-care, and that you can say, yes, Ginny, I am self-caring. I have my self-care rituals. This is what I do for my physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental health. I'm checking the boxes. I am doing that for myself. I'm prioritizing myself. And if the answer is yes, I'm doing that. And you feel that you don't have people around you who are supporting you. You don't feel recognized and you don't feel valued. And you feel like your projects are, you're just spinning your wheels. Then let's have a conversation because that is the environment. However, if you answer to the question is, Ginny, if I'm being fully transparent with you and honest, I am not taking care of myself. I am giving everything I've got to everyone else in my life except myself. And I put myself last. And I don't do really anything for my physical or emotional or mental health on a regular basis. My pattern, Ginny, is that I go hard until I burn out and then I crash and then I recover and I go, go to the race again and I burn out and then I crash and then I get up again. That has been my pattern. If that is you, if you find yourself not prioritizing yourself, 
not because you're a bad person. Trust me, nobody's doing this on purpose. It could be that it has been something that got you there by default. By default, you have been putting yourself last. These are patterns that we develop over time. And it's okay. We're not pointing fingers. We're not blaming anyone. Stuff happens. But now what? My intention is that today's Starter Day with Ginny helps you open your eyes to how you are giving yourself the value that you are looking from others. Because it is when you start valuing yourself and putting yourself first, which is the most selfless thing you can do, that's when you begin to feel valued by others. But if you're running on fumes and you are not giving yourself what you need to show up energized and to show up confident to ask for help because you need it or to say, no, I already have a few projects that are due this week, next week and the following month. Unfortunately, I will not be able to say yes to this other thing. If you are not able to do that, it means it is time to step up, to step up to your own life because guess what, my friends? No one else is going to do it for us. This is the kind of inner work that no one can do. And as much as you may complain to your manager or you may complain to your friends who are probably tired of hearing the same thing without anything changing because you keep doing the same thing over and over, unless you do something different and say, you know what? I am the only person who has power here. And this is the shift that I'm inviting you to make. Let's shift from it's their fault. They're the ones who are keeping me in this state, which is so disempowering, right? You just gave your remote control to someone else. Let's take that remote control, put it back, take it back and say, I am the only person who has the power in my life. And that means that I am going to take care of myself first so that I can show up for my team, for my employees, for my organization, so that I can be there and do the best job that I can. And so that I can be there for myself and for my family. And they're not getting the crumbs of who I am. They are getting the overflow of me because I am full. I am restored. I am in a state of centeredness and groundedness. And my friends, if you have no idea what I mean by that, that's okay too. We all have to start someplace. So your homework for today is to answer the questions I asked at the beginning. How are you taking care of yourself, your health, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually? How are you doing that for yourself today? And if the answer is, I am not being consistent, I start and I stop, or I am not doing anything at all, this is your wake-up call. It's time to prioritize yourself. And once you do and begin to implement something as small as, you know what, Ginny, every morning when I wake up, I am going to do a five-minute meditation. And I don't know how to meditate, so I'm simply going to go to YouTube and I'm going to Google or search for a guided meditation. 
and you can do five minute guided meditation, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, start with five minutes. And in the morning, when you wake up, before you spring out of bed and you start doing everything that you do every single day, I invite you to listen to your guided meditation. Make sure that you like the voice of the person who's in the guided meditation, because otherwise that could be very distracting. And then once you find the one that you like, that you give yourself five minutes at the beginning of the day to meditate, ground yourself, center yourself, bring your mind, let your thoughts fly. Don't try to stop thinking. It's impossible. But once you notice that you're thinking about the laundry list or some shopping list or something you have to do, that you bring yourself back to the moment by simply breathing and following your guided meditation. Five minutes at the beginning of the day and then five minutes at the end of the day before you go to bed. And if you want to be very high achiever, throw in there after the five minutes, three things that you're grateful for at the end of the day and three things that you're grateful for at the beginning of the day. And if you want to push it a little bit further, in addition to your five minute meditation, three things that you're grateful for are three things that you look forward to the following day, that next day that you're going to be working. And that, my friends, will change your inner world in a way that you've never imagined. And once you start that practice, notice how consistent you are. Do you do it Mondays and then you forget about it the rest of the week? And then you feel the same way you've been feeling all this time? What happens once you start doing a self-care practice consistently for yourself and no one else and follow it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you fall off the wagon Thursday, you get back on on Friday. It's okay. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking to create a culture of progress. And that's what we do here at the Executive Bound family. So that's my start the day with Ginny for you today. If this was helpful, please leave me a comment. I would love, love, love to hear from you. If you want to connect, I believe that we need to take care of ourselves to bring the best leadership that we have forward and to be the best leaders that we have the potential to be. So if you want to connect with me, you can find me at callwithginny.com. If you want to join our community where I share valuable strategies to support you in your growth and development, not only intellectually, but also in your self-care, then join us at executivebound.com. Live with purpose, live with joy. Hello, my friends. This is Dr. Ginny Barrow. Welcome to Start the Day with Ginny. What is the one thing you wish you had more of? Please type that in the comments for me. What is the one thing you wish had more of? From my own experience, listening to people that I speak with at audiences that attend my talks, the number one thing, of course, money is up there, but the number one thing that most people want is time. How can you make more time? How can you create more time in your schedule so that you can focus on meaningful activities, things that will move the needle in your career and your life, that can bring you more mental health, that can make your life more enjoyable, that can bring you closer to your relationships, that can help you become a better leader. How can you create more time? 
that's the focus of this Start the Day with Ginny video today. And if you're listening to my podcast, The Visionary Leaders Circle, I am inviting you today to open up the possibilities as to how you can create more time. And I'm going to share with you three strategies that I use to do that. And I learned this from my mentors and I've applied it and it works. So here it goes. The number one strategy to create more time in your schedule is to eliminate. What does that mean? Take a look at all the things that you're doing throughout your day. Make a list. Let's do this exercise together. What is it that you do from the minute you wake up until the minute you go to sleep on a given week in general? What you're going to find is if you are being mindful about what you're doing and start writing it down on a notepad or on your phone as you are doing this exercise with me, you will notice that there are things that you're doing during your day that take up time from your schedule that you can eliminate. Get rid of it. It's not adding any value. It's not helping you in any way. It's only something that maybe you inherited, something that you don't even know who uses this one report that you create, but you keep creating it because it's something that you've been doing for years. What can you eliminate from your calendar? What doesn't need to be there where someone else can actually be there or it's not needed anymore? So that's going to take you a little bit of time because we're going to take this from two perspectives. The first perspective is from work. What can you do at work to eliminate? What can you get rid of? That's the first perspective. The second perspective is what can you eliminate at home? Something you do that does not need to be done. That's the first strategy, eliminate. The second strategy, and this is so powerful, especially if you have been an individual contributor and now you have moved up to be a strategic contributor where you are having an impact through your team. This is a huge transition for so many leaders. We get so stuck in feeling comfortable in what we've been doing all these years that had made us successful by delivering everything ourselves, that now that we've been elevated to be leaders and to help our teams advance and grow, remove the obstacles in front of them so you can scale yourself, use your knowledge, now we find ourselves stuck because we wanna go back to doing the thing that we've been doing all these years. And instead, I'm inviting you to delegate. Delegating is the second strategy that will help you create more time in your schedule so you can do more meaningful things in your life. Focus on activities that move the needle in your career and in your life. So what can you delegate? This is very powerful for me. This was a struggle because I can do everything that I'm supposed to do in my business. But this is not the best use of my time if I am doing activities that my assistant, Michelle, can support me in doing. So in other words, I can do an agreement. I can do a DocuSign. Of course, we are all capable. We can do this. But that is not the best use of my time. So when you delegate, look at all the activities you're doing at work and the activities you're doing at home, what can you delegate to someone else to do because you're not needed to do that activity? Now, there will be things that you will find. For example, when I speak, 
I can delegate speaking because that is the core of what I do in my business. So I don't delegate the core activities of my business, the coaching, running my masterminds, doing my speaking engagements, writing my books. That is something that I do myself. But the activities around that, that support me, the administration, the back end stuff that happens behind the scenes, I can delegate that to Michelle. And she supports me tremendously. She's my right hand. What can you delegate at work? And if you are one of those leaders who's transitioning from being an individual contributor to being in a leadership role, this is going to pay you in spades. Delegate to your team all the activities that they can handle. And you focus on the strategy. You focus on building relationships, on removing obstacles from their way so they can do their job. And you focus on creating the vision for the group, where we are going, what are you creating, how are you advancing, what projects will you, will you be doing, what portfolios of projects will you be handling this coming quarter, this coming 12 months. That is where your company and your organization needs you the most. And at home, what can you delegate for me? Perfect example, cleaning my home. Of course, that is something that I value, living in a clean, organized home. And many of you do too. And if, by the way, you're feeling a little crunchy and you're feeling a little disorganized, I say this with love, take a look at your environment and your space. If you are the type of person who has everything all over the place, this is a kind invitation to invite someone to support you in keeping your house in order and organized and clean. Because when we have a space that brings us peace, we feel peaceful inside. So if you are feeling any type of, I am just all over the place, and you look at your environment and it is disorganized and all over the place, that feeling of feeling disorganized is going to perpetuate. So to prevent that from continuing to happen, let's make a shift Let's seek support and delegate the cleaning and organizing of our home to a professional who can come into your house weekly by weekly and help you with the cleaning. This will be amazing for you and it will buy you hours if you are the person who's currently cleaning your home every week and every two weeks. I do that and in between, I actually maintain my house. I clean my sinks, I clean my toilets. Yes, I clean my toilets in between the visits from my cleaning lady. So that is how we delegate so we can create more space in our schedule. And then I use that extra time to do activities that I enjoy much more like biking and hiking and reading and doing my yoga or my meditation or curling up on the couch and watching a movie. This is something you deserve too. And sometimes we feel guilty when we do those things, but that is part of my self-care. So delegating at home gives me more time to be with my son, with my family, with friends, and to self-care more. And the very last strategy that I want to share with you today is automate. In my business, automation has been key. What does that mean? Rely on different systems that can support you that are automated so you don't have to take care of something manually every single month. So at work, what can you and the team automate 
so that you're not repeating this rote thing you do every single quarter. And instead, you can rely on a type of system that can help you send out emails that have a specific message every quarter or help you create something that is currently being done manually that can be done automatically. So talk to your technology group. Talk about the things that are daunting, that, are, that take a lot of time and sit down with them about what can we automate that I'm currently doing? That will support you in your business to create more time. On the personal side, what can you automate? I'll give you the perfect example of that. Billing. So I use my bank and I use my online banking feature. And with that feature, I can automate that my bills get paid automatically. How is that a good thing? Well, I don't have to sit down for every single bill that I have to make and write a check by hand. And if you are one of those people who say, Jenny, I don't want my stuff online, I would say, listen, if you don't want anything to happen, we can go under the bed every morning and nothing will happen. But then that's also not living. So take calculated risks, do your research, look at the security of whatever it is that you're automating at home to make sure that you feel comfortable and automate it so that you get it off your plate and no more having to worry about writing five, six, 10 bills a month by hand. Now everything's automated. That's only one example. In my business, I've also automated my calendar. So when I have a new client or a new prospects who wants to meet with me, I will give them my calendar link and they can schedule an appointment. And only if they can find an appointment through my automated link, then I put them in touch with my assistant who can then help them schedule the meeting. So that is another way that I automate. What about you? What are you going to eliminate? What are you going to delegate? And finally, what are you going to automate, both in your life, personally, and in your business, professionally? This is my invitation to you to use this tool and it has served me tremendously. And I invite you to use it to create more space in your calendar. And you will see how then you can do a lot of the things that I talk about in my talks to my audiences. You can now create time to develop yourself professionally and personally. You can now have more time with loved ones. And you can do with your time what is going to move the needle and have a significant difference in your life and business and career and your role versus feeling like you are a slave to the calendar and you have no time to do anything. So no longer will you be a slave to time. I hope this serves you. If it does, please leave me a comment. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what was the most significant piece of this started it with Ginny video that impacted you and how you're going to use this tool of eliminating, delegating, and automating to your advantage. I would love to hear from you. You know where to find me, callwithginny.com, and to join our community and find out what we're up to, join us at executivebound.com. Live with purpose, live with joy.
Hi, this is Dr. Ginny Barrow. The story so far is that many talented female leaders in mid-careers in the corporate world struggle to find their footing. I was one of them. But now we know from the research by McKinsey and Company that organizations with more than 30% of women executives are more likely to outperform companies where this percentage is between 10 to 30%. Like many of the companies we partner with, you may be struggling to help your high potential female leaders retool and grow into senior leadership ranks and advance your diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging efforts. So in 2020, I created the Fearless Leadership Mastermind Program, a leadership training that will give you a competitive advantage with a scalable solution that is ready to go. No more waiting. You may be thinking, Ginny, this isn't going to be easy. And you're right. Behavioral change takes time. And I know we will succeed because our program has already helped committed high potential female leaders of all backgrounds in STEM fields, financial services, and Fortune 500 companies in only six months. Let's partner to implement this unique and proven leadership training to fast track your talented female leaders to advance in your company with a sense of belonging. I wish I had this training during my corporate career of over 25 years. It would have made a world of difference. Today as a CEO, I'm grateful to support my partners and the female leaders in our program in reaching their full potential. And that feels very nice. Visit flmprogram.com to learn more and set up a cyber coffee with me to get started. If you enjoyed our content, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay in touch and hear from us, join our community to receive valuable strategies and expert advice at executivebound.com. Join our movement to heal leadership around the world. See you soon.